Hello, and welcome to another Meta Media Group production of On Purpose Magazine, featuring interesting, inspiring, educational, and entertaining stories, discussions, and interviews of purpose, with purpose, on purpose. Hello, everybody. This is J.W. Nigerian with On Purpose Magazine, and today we're here with the lovely and incredible Claudia Suzanne. How are you doing, Claudia? I'm doing great. J.W.? This is my third interview with you because, you know, first of all, um, you're a professional ghostwriter. You're recognized in the book industry as a, as a major authority. You've ghosted and edited over 115 titles and nonfiction subjects such as business, memoir, celebrity, biography, bereavement, addiction, parenting, parenting, excuse me, history, sports, performance, and I laugh. Uh, you know, because of all these different ones, you've, I mean, all the different genres you've done, alternative medicine, child sexual abuse, marketing, past, we can go on and on and on. Um, you are a prolific, well-known ghostwriter who uh, has taught a course in ghostwriting for years, um, a certificate course, and you wrote the book on ghostwriting. Uh, and not only that, now you're recognized as a course at the California State University at Long Beach, uh, uh, you have a wonderful online course there, and, and we spoke about that in our last interview. Um, first of all, let's let's welcome you today. How are you doing, Claudia? I'm doing great, JW. And at this point, it's um, not quite 120 books. Not quite. Oh, there you go. So it's a little more than 115 is low. 115 is low at this point. I just keep going. Just like the Energizer Bunny, I just keep writing books. And it's amazing, you know, and I brought you on today because we, in our last interview, we talked about something that I talk about at On Purpose Magazine for authors all the time. As I love authors and I've been interviewing authors, the central theme that comes back to me is that they always thought that writing would be the hard part and that public, then after they wrote the book and then, uh, you know, after they got it written, then they realized, ooh, publishing, what do I do? How do I publish? What do I, how, which way do I go? How do I go? Who do I choose? And then once they had the book in their hand and they got through that hurdle, they realized that they're only about 10% down this journey way. Now they have promotion and marketing in front of them. And that turns out is the most important piece of the putting out a book. As sad as it is, you know, as m many authors, I'm sure, really don't even want to get into that part. But if you want to get your book out there at all, and we've talked about this several times, and that is, if you want to get your book out there at all, you can't think that if you write it, they will come. If you build it, they will come, because they won't, right? They will not, no. Not unless you are already part of an enormous group who's been waiting for your book. And that's what's been all those those um, books that have gone viral, most of them, uh, and sold millions of copies, most of them were already, most of those authors were already part of a major group. They were already part of a fan fiction group. They were already part of, of uh, a discussion group. They were already part of something where there were hundreds of thousands of people who were coming in and looking at their stuff and they were looking at other people's stuff and so they had built up this incredible community that gave them the foundation to go viral but let's be real that's you know like it's like musicians most musicians are not going to end up um at Carnegie Hall or or doing Dodger Stadium most Musicians are going to end up either playing, you know, a couple of studio gigs here or there or playing behind a major name or 
to be perfectly honest, playing gigs, playing club gigs, playing weddings, playing, <laughs> you know, bar mitzvahs and, and confirmations and divorce parties and those kinds of things because most people don't make it into the limelight. If they did, then there would be no room left in the limelight and it wouldn't be the limelight. Well, you're in, you used to be a musician. I used to be a drummer, and I used to be a guitarist. And I played Avery Fisher at the Lincoln Center, and I still wasn't professional. I still didn't <laughs> make it professionally. So, you know, you could play Carnegie Hall and still not be a professional. So um, you, you, that's a great analogy because I know you were a musician also. Yes, and I played a lot of places, and my husband had uh, the major gig in uh, the area that we live in, and he had a lot of musicians who, when they came off the road, you know, the sidemen for all the big stars, when they came off the road, they still had to make a living because they didn't make enough money being a sideman on the road to, to pay the mortgage every single month, which we all know has to be done. I have never yet run across a landlord or a bank that was interested in my story about why I didn't have the money to to pay that month. <laughs> well, I have a friend. It's funny because you say that because I have a friend who uh, is in a ma some major bands. You would know these bands. And he goes on the road and he plays with these bands and he still come home. He still has to come home to his regular job, which is a home appraiser. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and, and uh, great guy. Uh, but and that's 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 just how the that's how things work. And and let's face it, most of the authors I know out there, they really think that they're going to write a book and it's like the lottery. That their book, they're just going to they're going to put a website out. They're going to write the book. They're going to get it on Kindle and Amazon, and then this thing somehow is going to kind of go viral, and that is the that's the last thing that's going to happen. But there are ways that you can do things smart and have a plan to promote and to market that will give you a chance. And I'd, I'd love for you to talk about that. Okay, I, I would be happy to because it, it's really a question of. And this is a terrible word. I'm sorry. I don't mean to swear on your site. No. <laughs> Excuse me, on oh, your yeah. program. But it's called, it's called reality, which I know is, is a terrible <laughs> word these days. But the reality of the situation is that most books do not sell millions of copies. Not even, not even major public, uh, not even major authors can count on selling millions of copies. Most books will not sell hundreds of thousands of copies. When you consider that over 3 million books are being published every year, right. most books fall in the, in the you know, 2,900,900, however, I, I don't do numbers, but you understand. I mean, well, the, the numbers, are, the, the reality, Claudia, is the numbers, 50% of those 3 million books, that's 1.5 million of those books, only make about, on average, so some make nothing, some cost the author more than, than they make back. So on average, out of half of those 3 million books, there's only $250 made for those authors. At, that's at pretty the, sad when you think about it. It is. And there are a lot of reasons for that. One is because they don't know anything about writing a book, and they think that they they don't need a, a, an editor or they don't want an editor um, because they don't want anybody to change anything they've written, which is really sad because everybody's been edited. I've always believed that um, uh, even Shakespeare was edited. Excuse me. Mm -hmm. But... Um, the other reason is because they don't understand anything about the business, and that's always mind-blowing to me. It's mind-blowing to me that people will 
jump into a business without having the vaguest ideas, like like buying a franchise, a, a, a Baskin-Robbins franchise, and not knowing anything about ice cream. It wouldn't make sense in any other business, but people think that because it's a book and because they read and they love to read, or they don't, or they just want to write, whatever it is, that they don't have to know anything more than that. They go on Amazon, they know how to buy a book, therefore that's all it takes. When you break it down, the reality is there's publishing, which just means putting the book together so people can read it. And even before publishing, you know, there's all those pre-press registrations that are so important if you want your book to go somewhere. And I'm not just talking about ISBNs, International mm-hmm. Standard Book Numbers. I'm also talking about LLCCNs, Library of Congress Catalog Number, which you need in order to get a CPIC or a PCIP, Publishers Cataloging in Print, or cataloging and publication blurb, which you need in order to get into any library, any library, anywhere in the world, you need a PCIP or a CIP, which comes directly from the Library of Congress, which you can't get unless you are an established publisher, but anybody can get a PCIP, which you just pay for. If you don't have that, you're not getting into libraries, period. End of discussion, and in order to get that, you have to first have an LCCN. So first, you have to know something about the business. You have to know that you want to register your your ISBN and ABI and in advanced uh, books and print, which is not what it's called anymore. I don't remember exactly what it's called anymore, but it gets the right. information out to all of the booksellers, not just Amazon, but to all the booksellers that the book is coming. And you want to get those pre-publication registrations. And then after you get it printed or you get it converted, you know, for ebook, which everybody thinks is the, you know, the biggest deal in the world and it is probably very the most expensive that they're going to spend unless they get the help of somebody like me, a ghostwriter, in which case, trust me, I'm going to be more expensive. Um, but you're going to have a book that everyone will read. I, I'm so I have on my desk, I swear to God, right hand to God, a stack of books that were self published. I cannot read through any of them because they're not well written. And I won't read something that's that I can't get into that doesn't have any flow, that's not well written. Well so, and let's talk about that real quick because you know the reason that, that I had you on to talk about this, because being a ghost people would say, Well what is what does a ghostwriter know about uh, doing all the publicity stuff? First of all, you train people not only to do the ghost to be a ghostwriter, you train people how to actually earn money writing by being ghostwriters. But you teach them about um, you teach people about the publishing. And you know the difference between e-books, self-publishing, publishing on demand, and going with publishing houses, and what the deal and what the different deals are, and what what you should be looking at. Again, uh, let's, let's let's preface based on what you want to do with your book. Because I'm not, I'm you know, we might it might sound like we're talking to anybody who just wants to make money writing a book and then selling that book, making money. Authors write books for many different reasons, so. Yes, we are kind of talking to those. So you have to kind of know what uh, you kind of have to know what you want to do with your book before all these decisions are made. And you do know about all those things because you've you've not only have you taught ghostwriting and and been a ghostwriter, a prolific ghostwriter, but you've you've put out many books. <laughs> yes, and so I, I mean, you've done, done it. it you've done it all. I've done it all. And let me tell you, when it comes down to today. Today in 2012, don't talk to me. Oh no, this is 2013. Oh my goodness, 2013. Yeah. Um, what it comes down to today is that, besides distribution, besides you know publishing, blah blah, blah there are three 
things you must keep in mind. One, you have to have online publishing, I mean, promotion and marketing. Online promotion and marketing. But that's not all. I know everybody thinks you put it on Amazon, you've got all your, your marketing done, uh, you, you've joined all of your groups, your LinkedIn groups and your Facebook groups, and there you go. You've done all of your, your online marketing. That's not all there is to it. There's a lot more to it. But right. besides just the online marketing, you have to do traditional marketing. Traditional marketing means, and publish, and I mean promotion means that you do have to go out and talk to people. Let people get to know you. People love to buy books at the back of the room for, from speakers that have engaged them. So you do have to go out and speak to people. You do have to be interviewed in magazines. You do have to be on radio and television shows, you do have to put yourself out there so that people know who you are, which is one of the biggest problems that I run into with Thank authors you. who want to um, use a pseudonym. I don't right. think of using a pseudonym in this world because it means you're saying, I'm not going to sell, go out and sell my book because I don't want anyone to know who I am. You have to go out and sell your book. You've always had to go out and sell your book. So you Claudia. have to do online. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, no, no, no. I just want to say thank you so much for bringing this up. This is what online, uh, on purpose, mag online, on purpose magazine, this is what we talk about at nauseum all the time. Um, what authors don't realize is that if you, if you wrote a book with a really cool title and a really cool cover graphic, it's still not going to sell to people know, know it's there. And they don't, and word of mouth, it, we talked about this, you know that word of mouth, uh, I think you told me this, word of mouth is the best, and still the best and most prolific way to sell your book. And how that works is by what you just talked about, and that is building community and relationship. And even if you're not a speaker who's a very good speaker, you can still do that even online by letting people know what your backstory is and having a, building a compelling backstory about who you are, why you wrote this book, why this book is important, why are you the person that should have written this book, and, and why should I be compelled to put money down to actually pick this book up, right? Yes, and don't disappoint your reader. Don't disappoint your reader if if you haven't if the book yes. isn't ready to go please please God don't put it out yet I've just <laughs> had that experience where um, um, somebody sent me a copy of the book and then wrote to me and said oh don't read that copy I made some mistakes I'm going to go back and fix it and I'll send you the new copy and I thought excuse me pardon me. <laughs> <laughs> But I wanted to get to that third point because besides online Please. and besides traditional um, promotion and marketing, you have to do direct marketing, direct promotion. And what does that mean? It means letting the book sellers know about your book. That means letting the organizations that, that would be interested in your book know about your book. That means specifically, directly, getting in touch with those people. And the easiest way to do that, unless, you know, you're independently wealthy and you have nothing but time on your hands. And I am plugging, I'm plugging a lot of the people that I have. I, I swear to God, I get nothing back from doing this, is to join IBPA, in, um, Independent Book Publishers Association, IBPA. They have cooperative marketing um, programs where you, you send in your flyers and they will distribute your flyers to all of the appropriate 
um, booksellers. Because remember, even though Barnes & Noble seems like it monopolizes the bookselling industry and Amazon seems like it monopolizes the online bookselling industry, people are still going out to independent bookstores across the country and buying books in independent bookstores. They're buying books in supermarkets. They're buying books in gift shops. They're buying books all over the place. People are still buying books. People are still buying physical books and in order to get your book to all of those places without you you know taking the time to learn every single place you either have to get in with a book distributor which you can't do if you're one a single person with a single title or hire a book rep which you also can't do if you're a single person with a single title or join IBPA and do cooperative marketing so it's those three different aspects you have to keep in mind at all times you have to do the online marketing and promotion you have to do the traditional offline marketing and promotion right. and you have to do the direct marketing and promotion through IBPA. If you do all those three things at the same time, if, if you've got a plan to cover all those areas, your book is going to get out there and sell. <laughs> and you never know where it's going to come from. I, 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 this story by Sharon Lecter, she told me that uh, when they sold Rich Dad, Poor Dad, if you remember, that's a best-selling book, one of the biggest selling books of all time, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, yes. by uh, Robert Kiyosaki and Sharon Lecter. And Sharon was telling me that the first book that got picked up that went crazy was picked up in a car wash, in a small stand in a car wash, and uh, it was taken by a gentleman who brought it to a larger organization and ended up selling tons of books there, and, and, it, did, you know, and it went crazy. So you never know where you got. The only way to get out there is to go on, like you said, every venue you can hit. You have to go in every direction at the same time. You know, um, men are from Mars, women are from Venus, as, as I understand the story. It, it, it hit the bestseller list at number one, which is kind of amazing, because it hit the bestseller list at number one before even made it to the bookstores. And that's because um, that author took the book to um, display marketers, to, to what you know, the people who sell by the truckloads, the people who buy books at a, an enormous discount, like an 80% discount, but then they sell them back off to corporations and, and at school book fairs and um, hospital drives and all sorts of things, and so they sell them in vast quantities. Right. And then you've made the bestseller list, and then everybody wants the book because everybody's talking about the book. There are a million ways of doing this. It used to be that authors were creative about how they were going to go out and promote their book because that was the name of the game. In today's world, with things being made so quote-unquote easy, people are also quote-unquote lazy, and they don't understand that you still have to push. You still have to come up with new ideas. You still have to get your book to as many people as you can above and beyond what Amazon is going to do for you, which is essentially take your book, list it in their database, and say, we'll let you know if you sell any in about <laughs> 90 days. <laughs> Actually, some of the best-selling authors, I just did one um, uh, interview with Randy Gage recently, who his book opened at number one, and the way he did that it was like you said beforehand. He had a he, he got online and did nothing but do interviews with people like me about the book. He just you know he, he did nothing but promote 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 promote, and then when it when it and 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 pre-sold, so that when it came out, 
boom, it hit number one right away. That's just brilliant. I mean, that's just, and a lot of people think that they're going to, they put it out and then they start, uh, then they start, you know, uh, sending it to their friends, their 400 friends on Facebook or their, their, their 100 Twitter followers and that it's going to take off and it's not going to happen. Most of those 400 friends on Facebook are not going to pay for it. No, they're usually your friends and family. Yeah, they're not going to buy it. I mean, how many friends do you actually know of all the friends that you have on Facebook? Most people are not going to put their money where their mouth is it because they've got a hundred other people asking them to do the same thing. You, right. you go, you know, it's just... It's just community, and community is wonderful. In the event of a crisis, we all, you know, gather, we all reach into our wallets, we all send money, we all send goods, we do whatever we want. But if there's no crisis, we talk. We're, <laughs> we kibitz. <Yeah. laughs> We're just, you know, it's just conversation. Yeah, good luck with that. I'm behind you all the way, but they're not actually going to do anything because let's be real. If if the uh, situation was reversed, would you just go running out to buy all of your friends' books? No, don't be ridiculous. Nobody does because it's reality again. It's reality. Let's be real. No, yeah, I, most of the books that I buy, and usually, and we have a thing where we end up buying by the cases and sending them all to our friends. And we usually do that because we've seen the author somewhere, met the author somewhere, or somebody that we trust and know tells us that this is an amazing book. And, yeah. Uh, and we, we usually want to know, and that's how I kind of came across this, because I always want to know who the author is and why they wrote this book. I just don't, I don't trust titles a lot of times. I want to know... Hey, you know, if I'm going to spend some time with a book, uh, I don't want to get caught in, you know, sucked in by a title. I want to know that this is a book that, you know, my friends and co, you know, cohorts uh, like, and, and and you know, it's going to give me something. And it's not going to embarrass you. Why'd you send me that? Yeah, exactly. Well, I've I couldn't a lot get. I couldn't get through it. You know, it it it. I tried to read it, and it. I couldn't get through it. There's nothing more disheartening. I, I'm telling you this from personal, uncomfortable experience. There is nothing more disheartening than getting the book of a friend or somebody that you really like, or somebody you've met on Facebook, and then you, you know, you've, you've built up a camaraderie with them, and then you, you get their book, and you're so excited, and you realize you've been reading forever, and you haven't gotten past the third page. Oh gosh, it's just been there, done that too many. Yeah. Times. And that's because, you know, there aren't, there is very little editorial accountability left if you, unless you go to a traditional publisher. Um, traditional publishers are now starting to get the idea that the business of having editorial accountability is stopping them from making a lot of money. So that's going down the drain. And if you don't work with somebody like me, you don't know if your book is going to fly or not. People like me used to not be needed because people like me used to work for edit, uh, publishers. People right. like me used to be the ones who would get the raw book in, the author's really great first draft with a great idea and, and, and great information if it's nonfiction or a great story if it was fiction, and we would massage the book back and forth with the author and make it into something wonderful. It was a slow, wonderful, rich, fulfilling process. But that 
that doesn't exist anymore. Reality, guys, reality. This is 2013. Nothing moves that slow. Nothing is that languid. Nothing gets that kind of attention unless you work with somebody like me to make your book something that's going to be fantastic. And when you do, please don't throw it away. If you've got a great book, if you've got something wonderful, you need to know to get all those pre-publication registrations to, to not just put it on out as an ebook on Kindle where it's going to just, you know, be one of two or three or four or five other million other titles, but you have to get it it has to be available in every single format. Kindle, EPUB, PDF, physical copy, hard copy if necessary, audio if you possibly can do it, and then you have to have that marketing plan. Every single book needs a business plan. Every book needs to have an online plan. Every book needs to have an offline promotional plan, and every book needs to have a direct marketing plan. Every single book. And that means that you actually need three different level of people helping you with that marketing. If you think you can do it all yourself, I, I hope you're independently wealthy and you don't have to make a living because it's going to take up all of your time. So can I Plug some people that I use. Yeah, absolutely. JW, I, I, once again, I don't get anything for plugging these people, but they're the people that I consider to be really, really good at what they do for online marketing and promotion. I highly recommend Penny Sansevieri at Author Expert Marketing. Author Expert Marketing, they are they're wonderful. Is it author marketing? No, it's author expert marketing. Penny Sansevieri. Um, it's an unusual name. S, and I don't know how to spell it. But you can find her. <laughs> well, we'll have it on. We'll have it on the page. If you're listening to this on iTunes, go over to On Purpose Magazine and search for Claudia Suzanne. Uh, I'll have it on um, these links on the page for this particular um, uh, interview. Okay. If you if you're for, that's for online marketing and promotion. For offline, for traditional marketing and promotion, mm-hmm. I highly, highly recommend Devin Blaine of the, Ble- uh, the Blaine Group. She oh, is you wonderful. know she's one of my favorites of all times, right? I know she is, and she's one of my favorites, too, because she's dedicated to getting books out there. She's very good with authors. She has a bunch of different programs. She'll and work she within your budget. Yeah, yeah, she was just uh, nominated uh, Southern California's Publicist of the Year. Oh, I had no idea. Well, congratulations, Devin. I'll have to send her a a congratulations note. She's wonderful, and she'll get the job done for you, and she'll get you out there. Between Penny and Devin, you will get where you need to go so that people see you. But then you need that third level. You need that direct contact. You need to join IBPA, Independent Book Publishers Association, and it's not very expensive and less expensive to join them and use their uh, promotional plans, their um, cooperative marketing programs than it is to try and do it yourself and get your book out to booksellers and to college bookstores and to specialty stores and to uh, societies and if they don't have the society that you need and, and you really need to specialize um, for instance if you've done something about um, for instance I, I wrote a book about multiple sclerosis because I beat multiple sclerosis huzzah and so I'm going to be sending my book out to all of the multiple sclerosis societies all over the country, all over the world, because it's a big deal. I, I did something that's not usually done and I will be using 
Penny Sansevieri to promote my book, and I'll be using Devin Blaine to promote my book, and I'll be using IBPA to promote my book. But I will also be sending out specific direct marketing campaigns to everybody who would be interested in my little itsy-bitsy niche, because the only people who are really interested in multiple sclerosis are the people who have or live with people who have multiple sclerosis. So that's a pretty... Well, no, you, you forgot one. You forgot one, Claudia. Yeah. You're also going to call JW over at On Purpose Magazine and do an interview about your book with him. Um, absolutely. <laughs> and I, didn't I mention that? No, you forgot. <laughs> I don't know how I could have forgotten that. That's part of always part of my online marketing plan because JW is the best. Thank you, dear. And I only work with the best. <laughs> Why work with less than the best? What's the point? Yeah. No, no, I agree. And, you know, I just want to tell everybody we're speaking to Claudia Suzanne, uh, most prolific uh, ghostwriter um, at, at 100, over 120 titles now. I said 115 earlier. It's over 120 titles uh, in, in all nonfiction genres uh, that you can even come up with. And we've been speaking after, after three interviews with you. I, I still probably don't know all the things that you can do for an author, but it's, let me see if I can break it down. You can make sure that they know what they're writing about. You can make sure that you have a, you, your, their book is written correctly by, with a ghostwriter uh, so that it's compelling and, and that the promise of the, of the beautiful graphic on the front and the incredible title is, is held in the content of the book so that the reader actually enjoys the book. Uh, and then not to waste that wonderful book, you know, uh, you can – Teach people how to which which course, depending on the plan that they want to take, uh, what course they should be uh, moving in when it comes to getting published. And you also know all about the promotional end, uh, so you can you can I, I imagine you can sit down with an author before the book's out, and not only come up with how the you know if they're confused about what the book exactly should even be, you can come up with why they should write the book. Uh, you you did it to me. You have that ninety minute thing. Yes. You, you told me one time. 90 minutes, if you spend 90 minutes with me, I'll tell you what your book should be about. You did that with me, and damn if it wasn't correct. Um, yep. So, and, and you did it in less than 90 minutes with me. So you can tell them what their book's going to be. You can write it. You can help them write it and get it out there and make it a compelling, wonderful book. You can get it, help them get it published. You can help them get it promoted. Um, yes. and all of that. All of that. So I'm guessing you could sit down with an author beforehand and just – actually come up with the, the five-year plan, could you not, or the two-year plan or some, whatever it is? Yes, we can. We can do that. Yes, we absolutely can. And since what you're doing is you're creating a product to sell, that's what you, we would do. I mean, you wouldn't create a, a new spoon and say, I'm just going to put it out there and hope everybody wants my new spoon. You'd, you'd know about your business. Well, when you're writing a book, it's the same thing. It's a business. It's a business. I swear to you, it's a business. And right. you have to know the business. You got to think about it like the clapper. You you got to go out there and promote that thing. And get the <laughs> infomercials and the whole deal. Get it moving. And you got to. And you got to. I think if you're an author thinking you're going to make money on your book, you got to know what your your two or five year plan is because you got to know what your you got to really realistic. Oh, there there goes that word again. Reality. You have to realistically know what what money you're going to have to put out and what effort you're going to have to put out. If you're not willing to do that, you might as well just write for the fun of writing and move on. 
right? Well, and you know, there are a lot, people do write for a lot of different reasons. They don't write just because they want to make a lot of money on their books. A lot of times people write books because they want, they, they have something they want to share. I'm not really expecting to make a lot of money on Bye MS because it, it, it's just a little niche book. But I, I beat something that's not beatable and I want to share it. I want to let people know that it can be done. I want to give people hope. I, I was looking right. for this when I was sick and and so I want to share. And people write books because they feel they have to get their opinion out. They have to, you know, join in with the with the conversation going on in the world. And people write books because they want to leave their mark on the world and because they have some information that nobody else has because they've discovered something nobody else has or because they have an insight nobody else has or because they want to refute something that's a popular idea that they know is not right or because um, they, they just... You know, today, the world is all about sharing. That's what the Internet is. The Internet is all about sharing, 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 sharing. But not everybody knows how to share the same way. Not everybody has the same ability to share what they've got. They've all got something to say, but they don't all have the same innate felicity of expression to put it across in a way that other people want to hear or read what they have to share. A lot of times people just want to write down what their lives were so that their kids know and their grandkids know what they went through to get them to the point that they're able to just buy them that car for their 16th birthday. You think it's so easy for me, but I started, you know, I started living in a shoebox. And and they just want to write their legacy. They want to write, they want to add to the literature of their field or the the legacy of their their line there's a million reasons to write a book yeah. i can help you with it whatever it is you want to do there are people out there to help you with it and mostly they're ghostwriters and the best ones are certified ghostwriters that's a little plug yeah, well let's let's <laughs> give it a bigger plug because and after you saying all that it really segues segues well into this and that is uh, the course that I mentioned that you do at California State University, Long Beach, on uh, ghostwriting and the certificate program for ghostwriting. Um, it is a recession-proof and lucrative career. Uh, ghostwriters make anywhere, I think you told me, uh, anywhere from, I'm guess, I am I think it was 50000 or 100000 a year. I forget what you 75 told Seventy-five to 150000 a year. Yeah, it's even low. Um, and if you really want to, if you're really, if you're a writer who really wants to make a living writing, Ghostwriting could be the thing that you want to do, and you have, I think, the only, if not, I, I can call it the best because I think it's the only certif- certi- certificate program in ghostwriting. You've written, the, you've written a book on ghostwriting. You've done over 120 uh, titles ghostwriting, and you know all the different parts of the market, and you teach not only how to ghostwrite and, and all that wonderful stuff, but you teach all those other things that we've talked about too. So uh, an incredible course that, uh, was it 15 weeks? What is it? I forget how many weeks you said. It's two 15-week semesters. Two 15-week okay. semesters. Wow, that's nuts. The next that's a one, lot of stuff. The next one starts um, February 16th. It's an on-the-telephone class, online and on the telephone, so you can take it anywhere you are in the world. You can take it in your PJs because I don't use cameras. <laughs> and that's that's what right. It's an I... online course, which even makes it better. You don't have to make it to Long Beach, Cal State at Long Beach. You can take this online. Get certified, get work, get jobs, and have one of the most interesting careers you'd ever imagine if you're a writer. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely the most fascinating career that you can have as a writer. 
it combines the best of, of being an author, being a journalist, and, and being a novelist all in one. <laughs> well, go check it out. The, the link will be on this page if you're on iTunes or you're hearing this somewhere else. Uh, go to an On Purpose magazine and just uh, search for ghostwriting or Claudia Suzanne, and, uh, or you can go to just Google Claudia Suzanne, get to her site, and, uh, and get a hold of her. Um, if you're a writer and you're, you're, you're serious about getting your book out or you're serious about becoming a ghostwriter or you're serious about – oh, let, let me ask you. If you've already written a book, because, and I, I, th- I think your answer is going to be yes to this, because uh, I've heard that you can re-release a book. Let's say that you've come out with a book and you realize you did everything wrong. Could you come to somebody like you and say, I want a ghostwriter to rewrite this book Absolutely. and put out a new edition and start the whole damn process over with a real plan this time? Yes, absolutely. I have yeah. done that more than once, and yes, the second time around, you know, it, there's nothing wrong with having made a mistake, and we all we all make mistakes every day, and you tried it once, okay, you gave it your best shot, now let's try it again, let's make so it work. Nobody has an excuse on this phone, who's listening to this, to say, well, I already did everything wrong, uh, I'll have to wait until I write my new book to fix it. No, 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 no. you can fix this. Absolutely, and it, it might not take as much as you think it takes. In order to fix it, it might be just something as simple as um, an edit, or it might be something as simple as getting rid of the implausibilities in your novel, or it might be something as simple as your structure is fakakta in your nonfiction book. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I work on, on novels, I work on nonfiction, I work on memoirs. I do it all, and I can tell you that usually... Whatever is wrong with your book is so much more easily fixed than you think it is. So much more easily fixed than you think it is. But you probably can't figure out what's wrong, and I can. Yes, that's amazing. Because I do it for a living. (laughs) Hello, everybody. We're talking to Claudia Suzanne, the most wonderful, a good friend, and the most wonderful, um, she's probably the most prolific ghostwriter that I've ever heard of, over 120 titles. She teaches the uh, course in ghostwriting, the certificate course at the California State University at Long Beach, and she's been teaching this for a long time before you've been teaching it at Long Beach. But um, So you have a lot of testimonial under your belt. Uh, she can make your book a, She can help make your book a success. She can help get your book going or out or published, whatever you need. Get uh, get in touch with her and go find out more. Um, one of the most exciting interviews I've had when it comes to authors. Thank you so much, Suzanne, for visiting us today and, and really giving us a lot of meat. I really appreciate that. My pleasure, JW, anytime. Wonderful. Again, this is JW and Jerry with On Purpose Magazine. We're talking to Claudia Suzanne, and I want to wish everybody a wonderful day and an even better tomorrow. Thank you. Thank you for listening to our Meta Media Group production of On Purpose Magazine. You can find On Purpose Magazine at onpurposemagazine.com. On Purpose Magazine and JW On Purpose is the property and is a trademark of Meta Media Group, and this audio is copyright 2012, and all rights are reserved.